headed inexorably for that moment when someone sitting to his left shall look up at him and, almost inaudibly, mutter, Pass? If I could speak, I would urge Rehan to take his time and savor it. But the whiskey has thickened my tongue and the beedies have scorched my throat. I fear the joint might kill me. Lean back, Rehan, and tell us the longest, juiciest story you know. Let it start from when you were two years old, scrabbling around in a sunny yard in a village in Uttar Pradesh, and stretch right up to today, twenty years later, when you have lost your virginity, started smoking, stopped speaking to your mother, fallen out with your brother, and fallen in with this lot outside this shuttered shop front at this crossing at seven in the evening in Sadar Bazaar. But I can't speak for fear of puking up the raw paneer and freshly boiled eggs that I ate fifteen minutes ago. Hopefully, by the time Rehan finishes his story, the pillar with the surveillance cameras will stop spinning, my seat will stop swaying, the light from the street lamps will no longer crash against my eyelashes and shatter into a thousand luminous fragments, and I may just contemplate a hit of that joint. Not because I want to, no, sir, but because I have to. This joint, like everything else that follows, shall be for research purposes only. I'm looking for a man named Muhammad Ashraf, I said to a short, scruffy man who identified himself as Lalu. I had interviewed him for a story last year. I'm from the press. Muhammad Ashraf is a short man, a slight man, a dark man with salt and pepper hair, a sharp man, a lithe man, a polite man with a clipped mustache and reddish eyes. I first met him in December 2005 while working on a story on a proposed Delhi government bill to provide health insurance for construction workers. I had spoken with all the experts, got all my quotes, and arrived early one morning to meet some construction workers and fit their views into a story that, for all purposes, I had already written. As I recall, Ashraf had been a terrible interview subject. He had refused to answer any questions directly, choosing instead to offer up quotes like, If you had studied psychology, you would know that if you sleep without washing your feet, you get nightmares. After this cryptic insight, he had clammed up and refused to offer his opinion on the Building and Other Construction Workers Act of 1996 and its proposed successor. Six months later, I was back in Sadr Bazar, this time on a fellowship, searching for that very same Ashraf with the bombastic quotes. It would be a struggle to convince him to actually answer my questions, but I had time, and Ashraf, as my editors and I had noted, made for excellent copy. Ashraf! Ashraf! Lalu shouted as we picked our way through the maze of alleys behind Baratuti Chok, Sadr Bazar. Look what a nice young raising murgi we found you. An AC type murgi, added Rehan, a muscular young boy of about 18 who sidled up to the two of us and had crushed, filled and smoked a joint by the time we found Ashraf nursing a hangover in a shady corner of Barnagali. You've come back, said Ashraf, pulling on his beady. Are you working on another story? No, no, I replied. This time it's a research project. I want to understand the mazdoor ki zindagi, the life of the laborer. I want to interview you some more. What happened to the last one? 
Did you bring a cutting of your article? No. Well, bring it next time. Do you want some tea? Peering closely at the magazine I brought on my next visit, Ashraf tried not to sound disappointed. But this doesn't have my photo. This after you made me pose with a brush in one hand. But I quoted you, I pointed out. Thrice. I can see that. But no photo. And that's how I fell in with Ashraf, Lalu and Rehan. They made for an odd crew. Ashraf, the quick-witted dreamer of schemes, Lalu, who walked with a limp and served as a foil for Ashraf's ideas, and Rehan, the quiet boy with a smoldering joint who didn't say very much but listened to everything. It's hard to tell if they even got along, but then getting along is largely besides the point in Bharatuti, where the jokes are dark and largely unintelligent.